This is a Gardener Hello everyone and welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club with me, your host Lee Conley. Now listen, before we get into it, do me a favour, don't have to do it right now, but do it later on in the show. Just go and share this, right? Share it to somebody, share it to your mum, your dad, your nan if she's got... Spotify, I don't know, she might have Spotify, she might not, I don't know, to, to your class, if you're a teacher, go share it, share it about, this is a great podcast and today I am uh, taking on your opinions, your answers on school garden, what do you really, do you really think we should be teaching at a school, do you, do you, well I'm going to answer that today, uh, plus we've got Ellen Mary, we've got, uh, what else we've got, oh, me in the bottom of the garden, and of course, how could I not let her on, it's Olive, Olive is joining us as well, so an amazing podcast this week, I can't wait to get into it, should we do it, let's do it, have you shared it yet, oh you have, okay, let's go. Everybody, how are you all doing? And welcome to the show. Uh, I hope you're all well. And look, thank you so much for joining us. Norway, China, I don't know why. Norway, China, you are um, smashing it right now. Thanks so much for, for listening. UK, where you at? That's why we need you to get your nan to share it for me, if, if, <laughs> if you don't mind. If that's okay, anybody? Anyway, we've got a good one coming up today. Um, as uh, as before, this week, um, this week, uh, I always, why do I stumble at this point, right? This week, we've had teacher strikes throughout the UK, and uh, I fully, once again, I just want to say, I don't, no one's saying, oh, you don't support it, Lee. I just feel like I want to put it out there that I fully support. Uh, any teachers that want to go and strike, as long as it's not my daughter's teacher. Uh, no, uh, that was a joke. If, uh, By all means, by all means, do do go on strike if you want to. I fully support it, right? I think it's a uh, something that you, as you know, I've talked about on this podcast before, that teachers, we don't um, look after our teachers enough, we don't value them enough, and we 100% don't pay them enough, right? So uh, teachers, I know it's not about pay, I know it's not about that, but you do far too much as it is, right? And I know that I'm adding to that uh, that by putting on guard them through school guard success. But um, but I want you to know that I fully support you um, in what you do because I meet so many teachers. I've said this before: so many teachers in my job, and it really is the same. It's the same thing over and over again. There's some teachers doing amazing stuff. But we put so much pressure on them, right? Even just as parents, yeah? Even just, let's just put it this way. Can you imagine, right? I've got one 
daughter, Olive. You'll hear her in a minute, yeah? And over the weekend, sometimes you just need a bit of, just five minutes. Just give me five minutes. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but what I've got to tell you, right, is, is, is this thing, right? And, and what happened, yeah? And, and what, and what she, and let me just tell you, can I, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? Can I just tell you, right? Can you imagine? I love my daughter. But 30 of that throughout the day. And also, on top of that, trying to teach. <laughs> now, back in the room. Uh, today on the podcast, uh, as it is uh, the Teacher Parent Garden Club, um, I've got some great news coming up. I'll, I'll talk about it with Olive in a second, actually. I think I'll add that into that bit. Um, finally got some potatoes planted up, which I'm very excited. I'll tell you that about that later on as well. Um, and also, uh, the biggest thing for me that we're going to talk about today is, should children be taught how to grow food as part of their school? And now, obviously, I... The answer for me is 100% yes. Of course it is. I do school guns. Of course I'm going to say that. But what do you think? Teacher Goals have asked uh, this. Should children be taught how to grow food as part of their school? And the the, the, the reply, the comebacks are interesting. And I want to sort of reply to those replies, if that's cool. So that's coming up later on. Into That should be interesting, right? That should be interesting. Be positively. Be positive. And that'll be an interesting one that will come up in the show later on as well and i should mention we're coming to i don't don't get too upset teachers we're coming to the end of george the teacher being on the podcast right um we've got loads more voices coming up on the podcast over next week we had jane perone a few weeks ago didn't we but no more george the teacher so you know don't you know don't get too upset but maybe this will help you with a little bit of a Olive to kick things off. Why would you wear odd socks? Oh, Olive! Darling, do not Olive! No, no, listen, they're okay, very edgy. Hello, everyone! Just now on the Skinny Jim Gardener Woods. How to get kids? Gardening! So it's time for everyone's favourite part of the show it's. Olive! Olive, Olive, <laughs> earlier on in the podcast, are you right? Yeah. Earlier on in the podcast, I talked about mm-hmm. something very exciting, and you don't actually know what I'm about to tell you mm-hmm. right now, is this week, or actually last week, that I wanted to tell everyone on the podcast about it, mm-hmm. is last week we went to your um, parents' evening. Well, you can't say last week because anyone could be listening to this. Well, whenever it was, it was parents' evening. Yeah. And it, I just wanted to say to you here on the podcast that I was very, very proud. Mm-hmm. Exceptionally proud of you. How did you feel about it? Um, well, you weren't there. No, but when I told you about what your teacher said about you, mm-hmm. how did you feel? Uh, happy. Happy? Yeah. Um, she said that you were a, a very good girl. She said you were great in class, great when you're reading as well. So I thought I'd come on here and tell everyone the special news that you are doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we come to your school and it was, what did we do today? Reading morning. Reading morning. So what we did was nine o'clock, we all come in, all the parents came in to class. I think most of the parents came in today, didn't they? 
Um, there was only three people that parents didn't come in. Oh, okay. Well, that is good turnout. And uh, we come into class and we all read a book together, didn't we? Yeah. What we read do? Matilda. We read Matilda. And why did we read Matilda? Because um, uh, I'm dressing up as it for World Book Day. Exactly. She's not dressing up as me. <laughs> but she is dressing up as Matilda. Yeah, and also I've got a blue dress, a white little white cardigan. Yeah. And a red hairband, white tights. That's what you need for be Matilda. That's what you need, everyone. I need to wear a coat, but I don't know what coat sort of Matilda wears. We'll have to look, won't we? Have to look. Um, but uh, this week is World Book Day this week, so uh, do you think we're going to be reading lots of books? Yeah. One of the things your school's done is a raffle ticket. Like, so basically, you have to read how many books you got to read in that raffle ticket? Um, ten. Yeah. And you get a raffle no, ticket. No, not ten. What do you get if you? Twenty. What is the, what is the prize? I don't know. We need to find that out, don't we? Yeah, they've actually not told us. Oh, it's a secret raffle. What could it be? <laughs> what could it be? I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> um, but yep. Yeah, uh, so uh, that's been going on this week. So World Book Day, very exciting. We'll not talk about it much in this podcast, but I think it's a good way to um to get children reading. And obviously, do you know what the competition is this this week? Mm. It's an exclusive competition. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. Do you know what it is? If Right? If yeah. somebody goes dressed, I don't know how, dressed as me or you from the How to Get Kids yeah. Garden book with Skinny Jingana, I'm giving them a free book. Oh, a free book. A free book for any t- but child. But how will they tell you? They have to send me a photo of them looking yeah. like me. Don't know how that's possible, but that might happen. You have to send them like your things. My what? Your address or something. No, no, they'll tweet me it. On? On Skinny Jean Guard on the Twitter. Okay. How many people do you reckon will enter this amazing competition? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, five? Five. No, I'm just checking. Uh, probably about. Um, maybe... I mean, one would be amazing. Ten. Ten, okay. Could, could cost me quite a bit then. Um, no, actually, no, no, no. What, what, what? Five. Five. My first answer. Your first answer is five. Okay, let's see what happens. Um, but that's the competition for this week's World Book Day. So, exciting times, eh? Yeah. Olive, thanks for joining us once again this week. Um, Shall we see you again next week? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's quick, isn't it? It goes well. fast. Do you want to say anything else to anyone? Bye! Happy World Book Day! Brilliant, isn't she? <laughs> She's, honestly, she'd be on here all the time. Um, but she actually tries to be. Uh, right, let's get into it, because I said I was going to talk about this. Right, should children be taught how to grow food as part of their school and ask teachers' goals? And I want to go through some of the replies we've got. Straight at the, straight at the top, Larry Lamb, without a doubt. Uh, which I replied 100%. Larry Lamb, everyone. Um, then uh, Pat says, Tragic. This question needs to be asked. Food, respect and knowledge are vital. I'm with you 100% of the way there. 
Next, Mary says, should we teach children how to become self-sufficient? Question mark. I can't believe this question has to be asked. I'm, I'm with you, Mary, 100%. Why shouldn't children know where their food comes from, right? It's, it's so, so important. Um, then, uh, then we've got some more yeses. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, would be good for them to learn something other than... Oh, okay, can't read that one. <laughs> oh, careful what you're reading, Lee. Um, here we go. Uh, Chris says, absolutely along with a program that includes the entire family learning along with them. Hello. School girl. Hello, Chris. Oh, hello. Absolutely, absolutely, says Kurt. Um, God, some people really go in on it. On this is, um, I don't want to read that one. Okay, sure. Absolutely. Yes, says Andrew. And computer programming. Okay. Um, Maybe not. Uh, Viv says, yes, we did farming when we were at school. So a lot of people uh, are saying that. Uh, no, says Lola. It shouldn't be compulsory um, as an extra curriculum activity if there's interest. Which, oh, that's a tough one, huh? Like, does things become a chore once you start, like, making children do stuff? Um, Audrey says, knowing how to grow your own food is a survival tool. Food scarcity is a tool of war. Oh, crikey. If you know how to grow your own food, you will not starve. Okay. Really going for it there, Audrey. Okay, that's an interesting take on it. Definitely. Um, let's see what everyone else It's not just growing. It's planning, project management, working to a deadline, working with a team, leadership, dealing with setbacks, problem solving, patient, researching, reflecting. Seeing real results, responsibility, pride, and getting off a screen, says Thompson Urban Farm. That I could not agree with more. Whew. Let's have a phone call. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello there, my name's Michael, and uh, I, I just want to answer what you were saying. Um, I would not spend a lot of time on gardening, if I'm honest with you, but, but perhaps you could teach the basic... Hello there, my name's Eric, and I'll try to say that parents should teach their children gardening, and uh, let's focus on reading, writing, and maths. Hello, this is Bob. I just want to say, who's going to teach them, eh? Who's going to teach them? Probably the teachers haven't got a clue. Have they? Maybe the council would know a good lot when gardener do it. It's not a subject you can just pick up from a book. Yes, hello. Uh, yes, you, everything except for bees. You should teach them everything except from growing, growing beetroots. They're, they're horrible. They, they make you think they're tasty, when in fact they're horrid. They're probably horrible. Don't say beetroots. I so beforehand it wasn't really a big thing for me. And do you so do you think that talking about it a lot more and getting people to to realise that is is important? And do you think you have to experience it first before you really get un, like, understand it? I th yeah okay. So I I think that when we garden, we you without you knowing about it when you were doing more gardening, like prior to the past six months, say you were feeling the well being benefits of it. But without realizing it because you were 
doing other stuff in life. This is the same for anyone. So we garden and we think we've got to do it because we need to mow the lawn or we we need to get the bulbs in for spring. And we kind of see it more as a, a thing that has to be done. Uh, but you've got all this other stuff going on. So the kids have got to go to school. You've got work happening. So you don't really focus on the fact that it's doing you good. And it's mm -hmm. only when you take it away that you then realize that, oh, hang on a minute. You know, actually, that was doing me the world of good. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what's happened during lockdown. So, you know, all the craziness of, of work. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, being at home isn't hard, like homeschooling kids and everything. You've still got loads to do. But you don't have all of that mad white noise going on, like the pressure to put on all the right clothes like literally I'm wearing the same sweater for the third or fifth day in a row I don't know but like it doesn't matter does it yeah you you know you haven't got to have all that added pressure being places doing things meeting up with people which is great and I miss it but like you have all of this stuff you know mm -hmm. and when you take all of that stuff away you realize that what actually you need for your well-being is 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 nature is gardening that's our intrinsic link we are nature we're just another species on the planet the same as every other species so it's like we have that link and when it goes we realize how important it was to us in the first place yeah. and then over the past couple of years obviously there's been a lot more chat about mental health which is brilliant and i so i think it's sort of come hand in hand with that a little bit so, you yeah. know, mental health in general is obviously way higher up the agenda now and the TV shows and celebrities and royalty even like talking about, you know, the importance of talking about mental yeah. health. And so I think those two things have kind of come in at the same time. And then also we have this whole, you know, the climate change stuff. And we've got David Attenborough on TV telling us, you know, all about the planet and what we need to do and, and, uh, and other things. So I think it's like a realisation almost. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That we're, you know, it, it's like a holistic approach to it. our mental health matters. We've taken away all of the white noise going on. We're being told the importance of climate change. And all of a sudden you have this realization about how good it is for you. Yeah. So I think it has become much more important over the last sort of couple of years, definitely. Uh, it isn't any more important than it ever has been, but I think that it's, it's come more to the fore, you know, we're sort of understanding it better. What, um, You've, I feel like you've been banging this drum for quite a while. Like, what made you sort of focus in on this sort of gardening? Uh, yeah, I. So I guess like I've been gardening for four years. I know I don't know why I ever say that because it gives away how old I am. But yeah, like uh, four years. And then on the times I like during the times I haven't been able to do it, I've really felt it. You know, I've been like, oh, there's something missing. I don't really feel quite as buoyant or as happy, whatever. And um, and then in my early 30s, I had like a major, I guess, like life changing thing that happened. And the one thing that kept me sane was, was gardening. And it was then, so that's about 10-ish years ago, I decided to stop talking about the fact that it made me feel really good, but to find out why. And so mm. when I was sort of researching into that, so yeah, I've, you know, I think it's been a good 10 years or so that I've been trying to say, look, it isn't just that it makes you feel good. Like, let's talk about why it makes you feel so good, like mm -hmm. the importance of it. Um, but that, I think a lot of people discover how important it is to them when they have had something really big happen in their lives, you know, yeah. like an and then they realize just how much they really need to connect with outdoors it's like helped so many people hasn't it I think so and like I say like over the past year or so I feel like it's obviously people have ventured outside a lot more mm. and used it as a almost a coping mechanism I suppose 
Yeah, exactly. And I just hope that it carries on, you know, because eventually when we can all go out and be a bit more normal, like I hope people don't forget how important it was, you know, to go for walks in the woodlands and, you know, grow your first carrots or get the allotment. Don't give the, you know, lots of more people have taken up allotments, but like don't give them up when you have to go back to work kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. I think I think it will. I don't know. We talked about that a lot last year, actually, about whether because Garden obviously had a big spike last year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, whether it would come back. And I suppose this year is going to be a bit iffy anyway with people going back to work. So maybe another year yeah. uh, we'll uh, like cement it into people's minds a bit it's more. It's so exciting though, isn't it? Like to see loads more people get into gardening. It's amazing. It is It is so, so nice. You think that's like the future, you know? It's like the, the, like the, a lot of new people coming into garden, like especially younger people. It's like that's the future. It's ace. Wow, that was ages ago, that Ellen Mary piece, wasn't it? I can't believe that. Um, anyway, if you want to go and check that out, please do. And just to let you know that them voicemails at the start of that piece was from uh, from some of the comments from what we're talking about today. Right, just quickly, um, school garden success. You know I talk about it all the time, and it's probably, it is 100% the answer to a lot of the questions going on right now. But if you are a teacher that wants to get involved, Next delivery is September, right? So you get involved right now, we'll deliver in September. And uh, if you know about it, share with other people that listen to the podcast. If you don't know about it, you need to head to schoolgarnsuccess.co.uk. Schoolgarnsuccess.co.uk. We provide all of the quality equipment, all of the lessons and the lesson plans, plus most importantly, teacher support, right? One of the things I found most was, which is missing from a lot of what we're talking about in today's podcast, is that teacher support, yeah? Exactly what someone just said, well, the teachers probably don't have a clue. Hey, that's not true, right? Because we're there to support teachers throughout that gardening journey. So if you're a primary school teacher, you wanna get gardening, then head to schoolgunsuccess.co dot uk to get your growing journey started in september this week on extreme gardening we use a cannon yes a cannon of sorts to shoot and plant Potatoes! That's right! This week, have you ever thought? <laughs> have you thought about how you're going to plant your seed potatoes? Well, this week, me and Olive have thought about that, and we, on Extreme Gardening, have planted our potatoes with a cannon. That's right, I've let Olive loose with a cannon, and we shoot our potatoes to plant them up. It is such a fun activity and I'd love you to go and check it out on Extreme Gardening. And if you've not heard of Extreme Gardening before, we go to the extreme to get garden. Literally, it's, it's in it's in our the name. We go to the extreme to get gardening with so many more episodes coming up this year. If you want to go and watch Extreme Gardening, it's at skinnygingardener.co.uk forward slash extreme for all of the episodes right there and if you want to learn how to plant up your potatoes which is so important right now then head right there to 
shoot them. I'm losing it at the end here. I'm sh shoot them out of a cannon. And that, everyone, is how this week we have gone to the extreme. More on them potatoes very soon in this podcast. Oh yeah, potatoes special. Um, right, let's get back to the, some of these uh, answers. So Paul says, so what science topic do you remove to make room for this in the schedule? Bearing in mind, you can't add any time to it I don't think you need to add more time to the schedule, Paul. You need to make outdoor learning part of the curriculum. That's the best thing. Andrew says, good idea. And uh, what are we saying? Uh, Mother Knows Best says, exactly what use is algebra? Well, I, I tend to agree with you, but I'm not great at maths, if, uh, if I'm honest with you. Um, Susan says they need to learn critical thinking and financial literacy. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm just a gardening podcaster, but, you know, education could have a little rejig, I'm sure. Yes, of course, kids need to help, uh, help to grow their food, says Margaret. Um, Terry says, I'd love to have a job that taught kids about growing and cooking with what's harvested. That is so true. That is a big part of it, right? So what are we going to use it for? We've grown it. What are we going to use it for? Big one on that one. Um... Benny says, as a teacher, absolutely, but who's paying for the supplies? That's a good question, right? It's got to come out of the school budget somewhere, and that does seem to be a bit of a uh, an issue sometimes, especially when we look at school garden success side of things. But when you look at it in the whole, this is me talking about school garden success again, but uh, this equipment lasts for years and years, so over time it does pay for itself. Um, why wouldn't they be taught already, says uh, Amy. It's a good question, once again. Um, wow, Twitter can be interesting. I'm reading these straight off of here. Uh, Jamie says, 100% life skills. When was the last time you used algebra? Hey, algebra is getting in the neck here, people. Absolutely. Uh, let's read a few. I'm going to extend this podcast a little bit because I'm quite enjoying this. Um, uh, Brian says, kids deserve all round education they used to get. Uh, oh, okay. Again, not happy with education prize. Not happy, everyone. George says, what an absolutely brilliant idea. This is wonderful on so many levels. The learning opportunities are limitless, which is nice. Thomas follows it up by saying, no. Why does everything need to be taught by a teacher? Is it? Hey, you've got a good point, right? It's a good point. I just feel like, um, I personally feel like the school is the focus of everything, right? You've got children out there that may not have gardens. Their only opportunity, some of the children I've met, the only opportunity to get outside and even just feel the soil. I think that's the most important thing. Joshi follows up by saying, no, you focus on arithmetic. Oh, a fan of arithmetic. Um, okay, fair enough. Uh, oh, and then, oh, look at this. No, teach them how to read to flutes. Okay. The lovely Christine Walkden pops in. Yes, everyone should be given that gift, which it really is a gift. To know where your food comes from and how to grow it is so important. Uh, Jan says, yes, when I was at school, there was a garden where people were taught gardening, growing veg, cookery lessons, and it was called Housecraft. Oh, okay. I think maybe we should bring that back, definitely. Vlad follows it up by saying, yes, also basic firearms training. I mean, I think that's maybe a bit too far. 
Sorry says, if they didn't learn how, then the school system is failing. 90 kids learned how to do this stuff, which I think, to be honest with you, since it stopped in schools, I think that's why we've got this um, disconnect even between parents. 100% absolutely, says Melissa. Learn to be self-sufficient. Uh, Gina says, so glad my school started a garden and a compost, compost bin last year. That's fantastic, Gina. Nice work. Um, I'm liking that one. Absolutely yes, says John. Um, as an after-school program, says Sally. Sure, why not? Okay, yeah, I mean, look, I think if you'd garden at school, great, whatever. Um, I think it's easier for teachers to bring it in to their lessons and just do a little bit, just a tiny little bit at the start of the day, even when you're just doing uh, the, the register, right? Just a little bit. Um, Christina going all in. Yes, they should be raising their own food, cows, chicken, and pigs. Uh, Lisa saying that's well. Lisa's saying it's good for children to see where their food comes from. It's healthy and it's all positive, which I always talk about. Lisa, yes, well done. Julie's well on my way. She's saying learning how to grow fruit and vegetables should be included in the school curriculum from the age of eight. Fruit and vegetables are essential for health and sustainability of our planet. Start them as soon as they start school, Julie. As soon as they get in the school, then that will be ingrained in children uh, throughout their life. I think that's the biggest one from that. Right, let's get uh, a little bit from George and I'm going to pop down the garden. Hi guys, George back with week nine top tips. Tip nine is to network with other teachers. Um, so for me, I always make sure that I take time to get to know teachers that you work with. Um, it makes work life so much more enjoyable when you get to know what teachers are like, not just in work, but outside of work. Um, when you walk past them, if you're having a bad day and they say hi or morning, it really uplifts your day. So making sure that you get on with colleagues that you work with and get to know the teachers you work with is really, really vital. Also, networking with other teachers from other schools. So this could be through, as I said before, um, internal um, CPD sessions, it could be courses you go on. For PE, it's massive. It could be via emails when you're communicating with other schools for fixtures or trips or to um, potentially jobs as well. Now, I know in the P in, um, in education at the moment, jobs is massive. Obviously, with COVID, there's loads of jobs that weren't available. Then loads of jobs have come available. And it's a forever changing environment in education, in education for teaching. So, so if you know someone in another school and you get to know them and any jobs come up within your school, you can always communicate with other schools to maybe apply to your school and work with you at that school. So it's really good that you can communicate. Also, that goes a long way with SLT in schools. So make sure that you communicate with other schools. Um, also, you can communicate with other schools based on their venues that they have or their facilities. So for example, there's a school not far from us where I live, I don't wanna say the name, but they have an outdoor athletics track, they have a sand pit and they have a dome where you can play indoor sports when it's raining. So they have like a pitch under a massive dome. And um, it's amazing if you can communicate with that, then you can use their facilities if you network very well. And all these things are vital, obviously not only for the kids' education, but for yourselves as well, getting to know what schools are like, sharing ideas with other schools and yeah, using their facilities. Thank you very much.
Now call me crazy, but next week I'm going to start sowing seeds. We're in March now, aren't we? I, I can't wait. I've held off this long. All right, I've started eating potatoes. I'm sorry, it's happening. It's cut. It's back. It's back today. Chili Friday. Uh huh. Uh, oh yeah, we have started to sow our chilies. Go check out my Instagram for Chili Friday. Um, some of you may know what that is. Some of you may not. But there you go. Uh, right, I just want to quickly end this because um, finish this off with some of these comments because I think they're so good. Uh, yes, I mean yes seems to be the um, resounding uh, answer to this question. Uh, yes, I absolutely know when kids get involved in the process of where their food comes from and sees them as part of their the equation, they will be, will be eating more of a variety of food. Uh, and have more gratitude uh, what is on the plate. That is a great answer. Growing faith. Great answer there. Yes, says showing me to aim. The aim should be to prepare students for the world, which means to give them as many experiences as possible. Experience. That's key, right? Like experience. Memories, as I always talk about. Um, yes, they understand the difficulties of growing and will not waste food. Hey, that's a good one, Harry. I've not, I've not thought about that before. And let's finish on this one. Alicia says... Yes, why? Because this would teach students how to become self-sufficient, respectful to the environment. That is a really good point. Respectful of your food that's on your plate. I've never thought about that before. The effort that goes in to growing something makes you think a little bit. I think we could all do with a little bit of that, right? I think we could all do with a little bit of that. That is so, so important. Um, hey, let's go this. This last one at the end here um, from Reuters. Uh, absolutely Children should be taught how everything they eat arrives on their plate. The decision and the commitment. Oh, it's just basically what I said. And commitment it took to get there. The effects of the production would have on the round world. Bad, bad and good. Um, that is great. That is really good. Um, to end on that. There's 6,000. 6,000 comments on there. I'm not going to go for them all now. Um, but maybe we could um, look back at this. Because I think that is so, so important. Uh, and if you uh, have been inspired by this a little bit, then head to School Gun Success. Today, as you listen to this, I am heading to the Childcare and Education Expo uh, as a visitor uh, to see what is out there. I'm going to have a look to see what garden uh, things are out there. I really want to promote, you know, I want to be, uh, I want to promote everyone. Like, I don't want to just say, hey, School Gun Success is the only thing you should go for, right? Because obviously I'm going to say, yeah, of course, it's amazing. You should definitely do it. School Garden Success. I run School Garden Success. But I want to um, share the love, right? There's loads of options. Just because I believe School Garden Success is the right thing for you as a teacher. Okay, that's fine. There's loads of options out there that you might see and go, actually, do you know what? That would be really helpful. That would be better for me. That's fine. As long as you get your cast gardening, that's great. 100%. Um, so I'm heading there to see what is out there in the education world for growing. And I'll give you a review next week on that. Uh, I'll let you know what I think is great, what I think is eh, and what I think is um, something that could really help you. Um, unlike some organisations which don't want to cross-pollinate and help. I'm here. I'm here doing that, right? I'm here. Ooh. Well, not angry. Not much. Uh, so I'm heading there this week. And uh, and what have I got come up? Hey, are you coming to Ideal Home Show as well, by the way? 
I've got loads of shows coming up. I've got a list of, I've got I Do Home Show, Grand Designs, Hampton Court this year. Um, we're going to be at Wisley in May half term. If you come to Wisley in May half term, it's going to be a great time there. Uh, go check out my website. It's got all my dates on for my tour this year. But Ideal Home Show is the first one coming up very quickly. And I'm doing, would you believe it, some cooking. Hmm. I'm, I don't know how it's going to go either. That would be fun. Uh, but anyway, for this week, uh, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Thanks so much to Ellen when she came on the podcast uh, a few, a, a couple of years ago now, and um, for that little piece. Uh, for everyone that's commented, uh, all their comments that I've read out today, Olive, of course, and Georgia Teacher. I'm so sad to hear that last week's last Georgia Teacher. Never mind. Uh, go review this. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. But for now, have a great weekend, a great week, and I'll speak to you next Friday.